0: There's been a lot of things that have been annoying, even maddening, about the Penguins' start to this season, especially from the consistency standpoint. But isn't it funny that their single most consistent facet has been a positive one Built on negative one. Good morning to you. Good Monday morning. I'm Dan Kovacevic of DK Pittsburgh Sports. This is DK's daily shot of Penguins. I bring you one of these every Monday through Friday morning, bright and early. If you're into football and or baseball, I also offer up daily shots of Steelers and Pirates. Here's some numbers for you. You know the Penguins have been playing well lately. I mean. There's all kinds of analytics to support that, but sometimes, you know, you're just watching it and you go, yeah, they're they're playing better. They're doing a lot of things better. Chiefly, Tristan Jari's playing way better. What he just did to the Islanders, I don't know how anybody could have seen that coming. But it kind of changes the complexion of the team. Because one of the things that it affords the Penguins is the luxury of, you know, every once in a while, leading a game. Listen to these numbers. The Penguins, when they're trailing after two periods, are now 3-4-1. and one. That is a spectacularly great figure. Don't hear that as a negative because it's, More losses than wins. That figure is usually something that's crazy lopsided against you. The Penguins have three wins and an extra point out of the eight times they've trailed going into the third period. When they've been tied after the second period, they're 4-2. and They just come away with wins. They come away with points. So when they're either trailing or tied, I'm going to add these up, they're 7, 6, and 1. I mean, they've just gotten the job done late in games. And it's not because they've been, you know, dramatically outscoring anybody or whatever. They've outscored their opponents 16 to 14 in a third period. They've outscored their opponents 2 to 1 in overtime. I mean, that, that's, that's not it. It's just that they've produced when it mattered the most. When the game has been close, they've found a way to tie it, like they did the other night against the Islanders on that great rush by Mike Matheson. They've done some really, really good things. And I'd like to think that this is because the team all along has had a better sense of chemistry and character and a lot of the other stuff that I think a good number of people, myself included, were wondering about at certain points, especially when they would look so, so flat coming out. Here's what Chris Letang had to say on this subject after the win over the Islanders the other night. Um, on, on one of those odd nights, um, we can actually still be uh, in the fight to 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 win and gain some points in the standings. So um, this team never gives up. Doesn't matter. They they keep working hard, and um, we we were able to get the the two points tonight. And he hasn't been the only one to say that. I, others in the organization have expressed that too. Yes, they've been disappointed at times with what appears to be a lax effort, especially early in games. But I'm going to keep coming back to the goaltending. I can't stop doing that. Because it can't be a coincidence that the moment Tristan Jari started giving the Penguins that version of Jari that everyone had a right to expect this season since he gave it to them all of last season, not in spurts from beginning of training camp, to that final playoff loss against the Canadians he was the same goalie with very very few exceptions he was really really good a legit top 10 goaltender in the league last season and then they enter this season and he's not making saves and he's looking pensive and passive and has his heels in the crease and i'm telling you that still had an impact on these guys that just carried over. That's not to absolve everyone. Uh, In particular, it's not to absolve Evgeny Malkin. But it does maybe explain a couple of these key traits that we've seen play out. What makes their socks different is the alpaca fiber used in their construction. It's stronger, softer, far less irritating to the skin, more breathable, hypoallergenic, warmer than wool. This is the time of year for Warrior Alpaca Socks. When you go to their website, WarriorAlpacaSocks.com, use the code DK to get 15% off your first order. One more time, WarriorAlpacaSocks.com, use the code DK just for our podcast listeners. One trait that's played out, of course, if you go across the span of this season to date, has been that the offense has been there when it's been needed and that's been despite a rash of injuries to the defensemen and their inability to move the puck up and everything else that you already know. They've still gotten the goals when they've needed them, and for that matter, they've gotten the goals despite Evgeny Malkin still being out of shape, out of sorts, however it is that anyone would care to characterize it. That tells me that the, the offense is still there and arguably might have been there all along, particularly if one believes that the power play will ever come out of its ongoing slump, which is now, by the way, at one for 29. Yeah, they've looked good moving the puck around, but ultimately the power play's charged with doing one thing and only one thing. They've got to get better at it. The other thing is that this concept of Hunger, energy, drive, youth, enthusiasm, things that you see from other teams. Maybe it wasn't about that. Maybe, maybe it was, but maybe it wasn't either. Maybe instead of looking at, you know, Malkin and Sidney Crosby and Chris Letang and, you know, blow up the core and these guys don't have that drive anymore and everything else, maybe stronger consideration should have been given and still should ahead to the idea that they all just kind of, you know, lost it because their goalie did, because both goalies did. They had the second worst goaltending in the NHL, so this wasn't just a jarry thing. Casey DeSmith wasn't any better. Arguably, he was worse. The only reason that DeSmith kind of got off the hook was because he played in some wins, some of these comebacks and so forth. And he got a lot of these overtime points and shootout points and whatever else. But his save percentage was actually even lower than Jari's. Now you're seeing what this team's supposed to look like. And maybe you'll see other aspects kind of continue falling into place. Uh, We're seeing Jason Zucker score now. We're seeing Brian Rust look comfortable on a second line, which affords the option to have Kasperi Kapanen play well on the first line as opposed to what happened to him over the weekend, which was getting benched for the third period for all but one shift, with Mike Sullivan saying afterward he was displeased. He wanted to put guys out there who looked like they were more into it. But it's still a really good idea to have Kapanen there. To have him on that line. We'll see how he responds to the benching. Jake Gensel still hasn't looked great at any point in the season. But he just keeps kind of popping the occasional goal or assist or whatever. He, he's done well enough as he's kind of working his way back. I still think he's working his way back. You're getting goals from the defense now. You're seeing guys rush up into the play. In, in Matheson's case, literally, he's just going coast to coast. But Chris Letang popped two the other night. Both on really good shots, by the way, to beat Semyon Verlamov. They have a couple of tough games this week. Against the Capitals down in Washington, and we saw how hard the Capitals came out in Pittsburgh. Because, as I was mentioning at the time, these are... These are... Legit big-time four-point games. I mean, I know they're all four-point games in this weird season, but these are teams, the Capitals and Islanders, that look like they're going to be right there in that mix for who makes the playoffs and who doesn't. And the Capitals are at a, at a better, healthier point than they've been really all season. So it's, it's going to be a challenge, but I'll take the challenge with the kind of goaltending that Jari's giving, and the kind of moxie this team is starting to show in front of him, which, I'll say it one more time, really kind of was there all along, as evidenced by all these rallies. When we come back, just one question. Back time for just one question. If you'd like to leave one, you can do that by visiting DK Pittsburgh Sports. Find the article that contains this podcast and leave it right there in comments. This segment of Daily Shot is brought to you always by the good people at the Greater Pittsburgh Community Food Bank. They're committed to providing food for all of our neighbors in need in western Pennsylvania. They're here for you when you need them. Go to pittsburghfoodbank.org slash get help to find food near you. And today's just one question comes from Eric, who asks, Is Tristan Jari finally getting it? That's the entirety of Eric's question. Which will be better than the entirety of my answer, because I have no idea. I never know what's going on in his head. And I didn't know that when locker rooms were open and we could spend all kinds of time with these guys, including one-on-one, including off the record and whatever else. I have... No idea what he thinks. That's not a knock. That's not a criticism. It's not a sideways jab or anything like that. He's just an incredibly tough read. I asked him... Actually, I've asked him a bunch of stuff over the past week. But after that first really good performance against the Islanders, which he might have topped in the second game against the Islanders, I asked him a couple of different questions, including what his mental approach was right now in terms of being aggressive and going after the shooter, which I think, Eric, might be what you're asking about specifically since that was my point of criticism leading up to that. And I got back this really simple, generic answer about the value of cutting down angles. There's never an acknowledgement that anything was wrong. There's never a, at least not outwardly, at least not directly. Um, You know, he did say things like, you know, when I asked him if he felt any pressure being the number one goaltender for the first time... He took that answer a different direction too and started talking about not having fans in buildings, about how the NHL overall game has changed from last year to this year where last year it was more up and down and teams just kind of feeding the points. And now you're seeing a lot more east-west because teams didn't have training camps. I kind of get that. I see what he's saying. There are more really glaring – Breakdowns defensively across the league, where you just see breakaways and you see two on ones, and you don't really think that much of it when you see them. Even uh, one of the most sound defensive teams in the league, in the Islanders, they give them up too. So maybe there is something to that. There's, uh, you know, in particular, the not having a camp and not having exhibition season. Uh, that it took, and it's still taking teams a while to get used to playing good, sound, systematic defense across the board. So is he blaming the defense? Is he blaming himself? Why bring up not having any fans? How would that affect? Like, I, I just, I don't have anything for you here, man. I try to do my job. All I can do is ask the questions, you know. You can't. You can't put these guys in orange jumpsuits and torture them to get the answer that you're looking for. All you can do is ask, and they give it to you, and you print it. Um, I wish I had more for you. I would like to think that he's getting it, to use your term, as it applies to being more active, more aggressive, uh, more astute with when he needs to use the stick. To cut off passing lanes, to poke, to jab the puck out of the way, to hit it hard off the glass and send a soft. That's been the biggest difference uh, from my perspective in Jari's game over the last couple. And it, it's been a great, great thing for the Penguins uh, to see, to experience, and to benefit from. We'll see if he can keep it up. That's a very, very high level of goaltending. So it's asking quite a bit. But you know what? He wasn't that far away from exactly this good for the better part of the 2019 20 season. Thanks, Eric, for the question. I appreciate it. Thanks to everybody for listening. We'll do another one of these tomorrow.